Can you beat Georgia? Nope. Can you beat Florida? Yep. Infiltrate the border? Nope. Five star hoarder? Yep. Playoffs, you be losing? Nope. Five star recruiting? Yep. Soft spreads, you be cruising? Nope. Smash mouth, you abusing? Yep. Yo, Luku's back with a brand new intro. You ain't heard me in a while, but you already know what the deal is. It's your boy Murph, the Underground King, and I'm back. Committed to the G, baby. Back up in your ears. I know you like that. And I know you like what's going on with your boy, man. You got to check me out in a few different places, man. First and foremost, you got to check out that Patreon.com if you want those exclusive film studies. You know what I mean? I know you like the top billing sports YouTube channel. But, man, if you want some of that exclusive insider info type stuff, you want to chat with your boy and do all that, it can be found at patreon.com slash committed to the G. For you freeloading cats out there, obviously, get on over to Top Billing Sports YouTube page. Make sure you check that bad boy out, man. Got mad Georgia content on there and just football X's and O's type stuff. You know, I'm doing my one-two thing right there. People are loving that. And, of course, follow your boy on Twitter, at Murph Baldwin. That's M-U-R-F-B-A-L-D-W-I-N. I'm the underground king covering Georgia, Alabama, USC, all kinds of teams. So, you know, I've always been getting down. But it's good to be back on the podcast. Haven't done this in a minute as far as committed to the G goes. So, thought I'd just jump in the lab a little bit right here, playing around. Got the new intro on deck right there. I hope you guys like that. But, man, let's get to the brass tacks of the matter, man. I got the content came out talking about the rushing defense against Missouri. Wanted to kind of go over that a little bit more for you guys uh, who may have not seen that. If you haven't, make sure you get on that bad boy. And when you're on my videos on Top Billing Sports, do your boy a favor, man, and click on the ads, man. Click on those ads. You know what I'm saying? You can shoot your boy some money. You're already freeloading. You know I've been on a been behind a paywall for the majority of my career, and you get to see my content for free on YouTube. Least you can do is click on the ads. The most, or really the least you could do is join that Patreon. You know what I'm saying? Get you a get you a nice little tier, man. Five dollars, five dollar tier. You want to get on that bad boy? I'll make sure it's worth your while, even if you want to do it like that for sure. But yeah, but back to that, man. So. My aim on that bad boy was to just literally point out exactly what was going on on some of the plays that had to do with uh, the defense being kind of gassed, if you want to call it that. I don't call anything gassed when you're talking about eight or nine yards, maybe like 140, 150 yards rushing. Like, that's not really gashing somebody. Gash is the stuff what Oklahoma was doing to Georgia. That was gashing that ass right there. That's that stuff you go home and you tell your mama about. Like, mama, you see them run on us like that? That was embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't really think this eight, nine-yard runs, the longest run was 16 yards. Uh, you know what I'm saying? People got to have something to be miserable about in life, and I can feel it. I'm just saying I can look at it that way or just like somebody pointed out in the top billing sports YouTube thing. It's just maybe the expectations are now a little higher and you get the nitpick going on. But I don't know. Sometimes I think that you you can nitpick yourself out of what's really good. Like, if you're going into a matchup with Missouri, like I documented on that uh, prior to the game, talking about the vertical attack, Missouri really had its way with Georgia in the, in the first quarter or first half of that first matchup. Obviously, it stiffened up in the second half. 
But man, that could have got out of hand this this game. Suppose that happened again, and you're thinking to yourself, all right, the national championship game, we were kind of getting smoked through the air. We was getting those buns digging through the air on the vertical attacks, four verts, uh, Portland concepts, everything you could think of was straight working. Suppose that was happening again, and you'd be crying. And now you got new cats in the secondary. You got some experience back, perhaps the best cornerback, one of at least top five, top three cornerbacks in the entire country still there. Got yourself a brand-new, shiny five-star recruit on the other side of him. You got Richard LeCount back there, big-time recruit, playing with JRE, who I think is the best tackler in the country. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? you would If you were getting gassed with those guys, you would be crying. You know that, right? So if you're going to d- dedicate extra attention to that, and I, and I diagrammed the light boxes that were had, five and six-man boxes going against 12 personnel, uh, them running power, uh, inside zone, quick hitting plays, comboing up to the second level, and you just don't have enough men to defend it, can you really be mad at that? You know what I'm saying? I understand Kirby Smart talking about, um, you know, we defend that, we're Georgia. You You got to put that out there. You know, but I'm pretty sure in the back of his mind thinking like, yeah, we didn't want to get beat over the top. We could take a little eight yard runs from the team. What is that going to do? They they were never in danger of losing the game. Those runs didn't really mean anything. Now, they could mean something against some of these other teams that are coming up that are based around running the ball. And I bet you you'll see the strategy shift towards and being geared towards stopping the run. You know, then you may get beat over the top. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have to find a balance eventually because you're going to face those teams in the playoffs or in the SEC championship game that can do both. But even those particular teams have had some iffy spots as well. And we can get into that a little bit later. Not everything has been completely perfect, but we are seeing some really good teams. And I absolutely cannot wait for the crunch time, man. I would like, man, to see Ohio State play Georgia or Clemson, Georgia or Bama, Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? Bama, Georgia, you know, Clemson, Georgia. You know, just, oh, it's just endless possibilities, man. I, I, I just got to see it. I wish I could skip there now. I'm, I'm impatient. I want to see these teams play each other. I want to see the elite play the elite. I don't. I can't get excited over Bama beating up on Ole Miss and Texas A&M and people are trying to pull rabbits out of hats and be like, man, Texas A&M gave it to, gave it to Clemson, did they? Texas A&M was getting their ass curb stumped. They went in the kind of prevent mode and was getting beat with the same freaking uh, bang eight route, <laughs> bang eight post. Yeah, you know I mean, because they were f- figured like, shit, we up like 28 to six on these boys at their crib. We, we get in that ass at the fourth quarter and they're getting their ass dug into. And man, what are they going to do? So you, you lightened up. They almost came back and, and made a game of it or whatever like that. But I saw what I needed to see. If you play that game again, a neutral site, play it at Clemson or whatever like that, you know that Texas A&M is not worthy of being up there. But it's a good good way to try to make it seem like Alabama was playing against somebody. But Texas A&M is trash. Uh, they're going to be a good team eventually. That's my boy Jimbo. So I don't really want to talk like that. Jimbo, if you're hearing this, man, it ain't me, brother. It ain't Murph. I'm still, I'm still your boy. I still want to write a book about you. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. People trying to drum up stuff. Old Miss is trash. Louisville's trash. All these teams are trash. So if you if you're gonna say that, I, I just read on on my top billing sports thing is like Georgia's trash. They haven't beat anybody. Well, who is Alabama beating? You're not seeing their trash. Clemson to me is has Ohio State is to me has been the one, but the TCU loss. 
I mean, TCU win now doesn't look as good as Texas did it too, right? But we'll see. A Penn State win would be pretty good for them. Clemson beating Texas A&M. To me, I, I didn't really take nothing from that. I knew that was going to happen. So a lot of these teams don't have marquee games on the schedule until later on in the calendar. But it is what it is. You still have to be able to evaluate and prognosticate because that's the business side of it. Moving on past that, you know, the offensive line, I think, is one of the most exciting aspects of Georgia football right now. If not the most exciting aspect, I mean, a lot of the other stuff is kind of on autopilot, but offensive line play, man, spectacular talents abroad. A plenty. You know what I mean? So, abroad, I don't know what the hell that meant. But, yo, <laughs> all I know is this. Man, Andrew Thomas keeps getting hurt. I call him the technician. He's just smooth out there like that. I don't think he has that same kind of nasty streak as a lot of the other cats in him. Solomon Kinley, uh, he's nasty. Big physical nasty cat. K. Mays keeps coming in every week, getting a lot of time. Your swing player, playing a left tackle, can play. I think he might be able to play any spot you want him to play. You just got to get that kid in there. Um, Big Ben Cleveland fractured his fibula. Won't be out. Justin Schaefer came in for him. Uh, I like Schaefer. I like I liked him when I went and saw him play a few times at Pace Academy. I'm sorry, at uh, Cedar Grove. I actually saw him play against Pace Academy, believe it or not. And um, that was pretty cool to see him go against Andrew Thomas and Jamari Sawyer. Or Jamari Sawyer himself. And Isaiah Wilson. And, man, Trey Hill. A lot of these cats, man. I like what I saw from Warren Erickson um, in the spring. So, to me, it's about getting your five best players out there. And I think I'm going to end on this note because ain't really much to say about Tennessee. Tennessee should get that ass stomped in. They don't present the type of scenarios where I think that you'd be worried about them over the top or worried about their rushing attack for the simple fact that I think they have some very talented running backs, but the offensive line is doo-doo garbage, uh, doo-doo balls. So that's something that you should be able to dominate. But then again, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll see, you know. Could it be a nice bounce back to really curb stomp them and make them pay for it uh, trying to run the football and then have the clamps over the top with the extremely talented secondary. I want to see a little bit more of those guys in the secondary, man. Where the hell is D'Angelo Gibbs? You mean to tell me this cat was that talented in high school? At least he was perceived to be. And um, Eric Stokes is the first cat up. Eric Stokes looked good in Missouri. I would think that, man, you, you got a big-time recruit in D'Angelo Gibbs. He can't crack that. Uh, that's kind of telling to me. And um, some of these other cats, man, Chris Williams, uh, my man, hey, who else? William Poole, whole bunch of cats, man. So we'll see. They'll, they'll, they'll get the cats in rotation, but I don't know. When I started to think about, cover two looks and being in back and really defending some of these passing attacks like Ohio State, Alabama, Trevor Lawrence's Clemson Tigers. Can't wait to see my boy Trevor. Man, you're going to need some guys to be able to play some type of cover two scheme. Or if you're going to be running cover three, you better have somebody with some serious range. So I'll do a film breakdown that on that 
pretty soon. But uh, that's pretty much it on Tennessee. Mashed them and smashed them. But the offensive line, man, um, if Andrew Thomas can't play and Big Ben is not there to get your five best out there, I don't know, man. If you guys saw the 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 breakdown that I did on Ty Billing Sports um, a day or two ago, talking about Elijah Holyfield, but there was a tie in there. I really wanted to try to get that out there because I think offensive line talk to the masses doesn't do well. Uh, the masses love running backs and shiny pieces like that. So, you know what I'm saying, kind of use Elijah Holyfield, a little bit of stuff on him to get to get to the crux of the matter. And I was really saying Lamont Gellyard was getting his, um, let's just say he was getting prison raped really good against Missouri and Terry Beckner. Terry Beckner had half holding his pockets, man, like they do out in the yard. Like, hold my, hold my pockets. Suck, hold my pockets right now. He was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll hold your pockets because he was getting, man, that was bad. And I had countless examples. I could have kept going. He was dominated the entire game. And this is something that I had before when I talk about interior line play for the cast on the Patreon who I saw that months and months ago. I republished that bad boy on YouTube about, a, I say about a month ago month and a half ago you had cats on there like i don't know kendall baker and lamont galliard they're they're fine they're good and all this and that uh somebody said that they were the best uh you know me man i don't give a god dang what somebody else says use your own brain use your own eyes i hate when people jumping in they're trying to tell me what pro football focus says and all this to me man if you can't use your own brain and your own eyes you should let somebody like ha- smash your chick or something like that that's what i always thought back in the day Somebody come telling me what somebody else says. I always, in my mind, back in the day when I was in, you know what I'm saying, I was a single, single, single life man. You know what I'm saying? I invented the single life, baby. I thought straight up. I was like, I'm going to smash this man's chick. For real. You worried about what somebody else saying? Use your own brain. If you could have saw what you saw against the elite teams out there, Auburn and Alabama, what Kendall Baker and Lamont Gellyard went through. They went through absolute hell trying to go against uh, some of the interior presences in Auburn and in Alabama, and you're going to see those two teams again, along with LSU, who's got Shard Lawrence and some other cats um, balling out there. And then, you know what I mean? You're going to see Alabama again in the SEC championship game. Whoop up on that ass. Then you'll see Ohio State and Clemson. All those teams are stacked and loaded. So you cannot tell me that you're not concerned about what you see from Lamont Gellyard. And Kendall Baker is collecting splinters in his ass now. I did the thing on that. You Somebody was trying to take take off of this dude and I ain't even seen him since he was on a milk carton straight milk carton work but I'm out of line huh no I'm covering the team the way I see fit and I can do so now because it's all my own shit and I can do what I want I don't have nobody out there bunch of lame-ass co-workers lame-ass publishers trying to tell me that I can't do something because it may upset somebody if it's if it upsets you I don't give a damn I'm just doing my thing you know what I'm saying and that's what my mind tells me to cover it correctly. So then you have Johnny after the fact type people adjust the facts. My name is just the facts. They adjust the facts. Then they'll come back later and say, oh, yeah, so-and-so wasn't doing that well. But, you know what I'm saying, why not be out in front of it? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I live it. You know what I mean? I'll stand on my own two feet. A lot of people don't like me. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people love me, but you always going to have an opinion of me because I'm going to stand out on my own two and I don't give a rip. I'm going to be myself. So that's what I saw. So to me, man, I wish right now you can replace Lamont Gellyard. I don't like Lamont Gellyard's skill set. I'm pretty sure he's great at the zone scheme. He was recruited to be in one, but Mark Rick, right? 
that would be his that would be his thing, area blocking and stuff like that. But in the power scheme, being able to move people and reestablish the line of scrimmage, he ain't that guy. He'll have moments. He'll shine against Vandy and South Carolina and Kentucky and stuff like that. But who cares? You're upper echelon team now. You only it only matters what you do against Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, um, LSU, Auburn, and, and cats like that, right? Wisconsin, you know what I'm saying? Whoever you will see, Pitt State, all the all these upper echelon teams you'll see in the playoffs. That's all you gotta worry about to me. But man, man, it is what it is. So I'm going. If that if that's the case, Kate made that left tackle. I'll try. Uh, Sawyer or no, I'll keep Kenley there. I will try Sawyer or Trey Hill at center. Right guard. Man, this is tough. Either guard spots. I don't care. I go Trey Hill at one guard and Sawyer at the other. Um, let me think about this. No, I'm sorry. I would just love to see right now just Kenley slide over the center and the way it's pre- presently constructed. Have Cade Mays play a left guard in your normal with when Andrew Thomas and, and Ben Cleveland is, is healthy, are healthy. Think about that. So it would go um, Thomas, left tackle, left guard, Cade Mays, center Solomon Kinley, right guard, Big Ben Cleveland, right tackle, Big Isaiah Wilson. That ain't the biggest, most nastiest line you could ever see. I'm sorry. Solomon Kinley needs to play. And to be honest with you, at one point in time, I was kind of frustrated because I don't think he should have been beaten out by Big Ben Cleveland because, I don't know, I never saw anything to say that this man couldn't get the job done. So good to see he's playing alongside Ben Cleveland and these guys right now. Well, he needs to stay, so it is what it is. But for the reconstructing line, I'll go K. Mays left tackle, Solomon Kenley left guard, center, Trey Hill, right guard, Schaefer, right tackle, Isaiah Wilson. And I'll tell you some, I don't know if I should say this or whatever like that. If I ain't going to say it, man, I say it on the Patreon cast or whatever like that. But I I heard some some stuff from some, from, from some insider type stuff about Jamari Sawyer that they may not be completely sold on him right now. And, and, I don't know, man. I may have said too much already, but hey, this is what it is, man. I got some contacts that's saying that uh, Sawyer needs some work right about now. That's all I'm going to say on that. So maybe some of the other cats that I'm closer to, uh, maybe I'll tell I'll tell the real story too. But uh, that's what I'm hearing. So I don't know. I like to see the kid. I thought he was real nasty out there on the camp circuit and when I saw him playing the game and stuff like that. But he's up against a whole bunch of cats to me that are just as nasty and just as talented. So it evens the playing field. So sometimes you get these guys and they take a liking to you and then that really does your rankings and stuff like that. And I know it firsthand, you know what I'm saying, from working around all these cats, they can't say that they don't play favorites. And they do it a lot. You know what I'm saying? One day I'll write a tell-all book about this bad boy and I'll expose these cats for real. All right? All right, man, but that's going to do it, man. I'm going to come back periodically here with Committed to the G. I didn't want to totally abandon this project. But, man, make sure you get on over to Top Billing Sports on YouTube and get on to Patreon.com slash Committed to the G to get that work, that insider work, and some of those film study stuff that I'm not going to give to the public. Just going to have to do it like that, baby. I'm the underground king. I like staying behind a paywall. You know, it makes it that much better than me. People appreciate your work that way. 
So not to say that everybody can afford it, but to me, hey, five dollars, what's that? You know what I mean? I said it before, man. I think I one time I wiped my ass with five dollars. You should be able to afford five dollars a month. It's like a cup of coffee. You can't buy a happy meal for that anymore. You know what I mean? Five dollars if you just want to get in the door, you know what I'm saying? And I make it worth your while there. So other than that, man, top billing sports, click on those ads, please. If you see them, don't do your boy. Don't skip them. Ads, click on them. You want to help your boy out? You can't four or five dollars help you out. Help your boy out that way. But other than that, man, you know what time it is. Your boy Murph, the Underground King, and I am out T five thousand G, like nineteen eighty eight or something.